Perak Rishain Dafir Bezam and Aleph. The first word, Azuva, and the Gemara is, refer- is in the middle of speaking about Miriam. The Gemara got into the whole discussion. Miriam, who stood by Maisha's side to see what's going to be with Maisha. Then the Gemara brings the Pasik, and this is what we're holding today, Azuva. The Pasik says that the Kalev, Ben Chetzrein, Hoilides Azuva, Kalev, who was the son of Chetzrein, Hoilides Azuva Isha, he got married to a woman, Azuva, Esiriyes, Ve'elu Banel, and the Gemara is going to explain what does it mean, Esiriyes, and their children were Yesher, Sheve, Ve'ardin. Now the Gemara is going to discuss this Pasik. So the Gemara says, Azuva, who's Azuva? Zay Miriam. Azuva refers to in the Pasik Miriam, that the wife of Kalev was Miriam. So why does the Torah call Miriam Azuva? Azuva means like she was forsaken. So the Gemara says, that once Miriam got sick with Tzaras, everybody abandoned her, nobody wanted to marry her. So then the Pasuk says that Kalev married uh, Azuva, and the Pasuk uses a funny expression, which is mashma that he gave birth to Azuva. So the Gemara asks, He didn't give birth, Kalev did not give birth to Azuva, rather he married Azuva. And the Pasuk in Divra Yomim says, that when Azuva died, so we see clearly that Azuva was the wife of Kalev. If so, why does the Pasuk say, Kalev ben Chetzrin hoilides Azuva? Amr of Yechanan, so Yechanan says that the Pasuk is alluding to something deeper. That somebody who marries a woman, for the sake of being married, like Miriam who was sick, and Kalev married her, so the Torah compares it like you gave birth to this person. Then the Pasuk says that she was Yerios. So the Gemara says, what does it mean? Yerios literally means curtains. What does it mean that Miriam was like curtains? That her face did not have any, it was like greenish. She didn't have any reddish complexion. So her face was similar to Yerios. Then the Pasuk says, These were the children of Miriam. Who was the children? Who were the children of Miriam? The Pasuk says, Yesher Shevev Ardin. So the Pasuk, so the Gemara says, Al Tikri Boneha, don't read, these are the children of Miriam, Yesher Shevev and Ardin. Ella, rather, teach it Boineha, that it's going on the husband. As the Masha explains, that if the Pasuk was referring to Miriam's children, the Pasuk should have mentioned Chur as well, because Chur was also born after Miriam healed from her tzaras. So therefore, you must say, when the Pasuk says, these are the children, it doesn't mean Baneha children, but rather it means Boineha, means it's going on Kalev himself. In other words, these are uh, statues and these are things that Kalev had that Hashem blessed him with. These three things called Yeshar, Shaviv, and Ardin. Now, what does it mean, Yeshar? So the Gemara says that Yeshar means Yeshar means that he set himself straight. In other words, he did not join in the council of the, of the spies. Shaviv, what does the Pasuk mean? Shaviv means that he broke his Yetzirah. The Ardain, what's Ardain? Shadada es Yisrael, which means that he, that he 
Arden is a Lashna of like he ruled. He ruled over his Yetzirah. Because Amri, other people say Arden is Al Shahayu Panel, Daim the Vered, that because the face of his wife Miriam, uh, after she became better, was beautiful like a rose, like a Vered. Then the Pasik says, Ula Ashkor Avi Sekoya, Hayashtaim, Noshim Chelyavanara. It says that about Kalev and Asher, the, the son, the father of Tekoya, had two wives. Who were the two wives? Chelya Venara. So the Gemara says, Ashkor, who's Ashkor? Ze Kalev. This refers to Kalev ben Yifuna. So why does the Pasik call Kalev Ashkor? Because his face became blackened from fast. He didn't want to be part of the Atsas Meraglim, so he fasted a lot. And the Pasuk is saying, Ashkor Belashin, black, that his face became black because of the fast. Avi, what does it mean? He was the father. Shenaselokov, that he became a father to his wife, to Miriam. Tekoya, what does it mean, Tekoya? Tekoya also refers to Kalev. Shetokas Libay Laoviv Shabashamayim, that he attached his heart to Hashem. Then the Pasik says, Hayashtay Noshim, that Kalev had two wives. So the Gemara says, Nasim Miriam Kishtay Noshim, it means really Miriam, and Miriam became like two wives because she like changed in the course of time. Chelya Venara. Chelya and Nara. So the Gemara says, Loi Chelya Venara Habya. Miriam was not, her name was not Chelel, or Nara. Ella Betchila Chelo. In the beginning, she was sick. And then a little bit safe, and then eventually Nara, she became a young woman, she healed. Then the Gemara now expounds on the Pasik, Uvene Chela Tseras Vitsayar Esnan. This is also refers to Miriam, and the children of Chelia were Tseras, Tsayar, and Esnan. So the Gemara says, Why was Miriam called Tseras? Shinasis Tsara Lechavrisa. She became so beautiful that she became like a Tsara, like a rival to other women. They were very jealous of her beauty. Esnan, why was she called Tsayar? Because her face shined like the sun does at noon, which is very bright. Esnan, why was Miriam called Esnan? Because after anyone who saw Miriam, they were so aroused by her that they would bring a gift, Esnan, to, his, to their wife to entice her. Now the Gemara returns to the discussion of Mitzrayim, which we spoke about Barichas yesterday. And Pare uh, commanded his entire nation. What did he command? So, like we said yesterday, he said that every son that is born you should cast in the river, and every daughter you shall keep alive. So, even on his nation, he also uh, decreed as well. Because, like the Medrash says, he was told that uh, the machine, Shal Yisrael, is going to be born, but they didn't know if it was going to, be, going to be from a Mitzri or from a Yid. So first, he decreed on everybody. <speaking in Hebrew> says that Pari decreed three Gzeres. <speaking in Hebrew> first, he, in the beginning, he said, if there's a son, so if there's a firstborn son, you have to kill him. <speaking in Hebrew> and then he changed the Gzeres and said, <speaking in Hebrew> All children. You have to kill. If it's a son, then you shall kill him. And then afterwards, he said, every son that is born, you shall cast in the river. And then eventually, Af al-Amay Gazar, he also decreed on his own nation. 
very interesting. What happened? They they placed Moshe Rabbeinu in a basket of in the basket and they placed him in water. Why water? Because the Egyptians, with all their kishuv, were not able to take control of the water. So once Moshe Rabbeinu was placed in the water, Pare and his kishuv was not able to be in effect. So I read a beautiful story yesterday about the Rambam. That once, when the Rambam, as we know, he was advisor to the king, and they made up a terrible rumor about the Rambam that he was going to rebel against the, the king. And what happened was is he, the Rambam went and he ran away to one of his Talmidim and he told the Talmud, where do you have in your house like a place of water? And he sat on the water for a while and once the Shmuel went away, he came back. So the king asked him what happened, how did you hide? So he said, very simple, you Goyim don't have any shlit on water. So he sat on water, he made that the Xer should go away, and then afterwards he came back. Okay, Vajdan the Gemara, Vayelech Ishmi Beis Levi, the Pasuk says, and there went the man of house of Levi, and the Gemara says he took a wife um, from the daughter of Levi. So the Gemara says, Lehechan Holach, where did he go? Omrev Yehuda Barzvina, Sheholach Batsas Bitoi, he went according to the advice of his daughter Miriam. As the Gemara is going to explain, um, Amram taking the advice of Miriam. What happened? Tana. We learned in a Chacham teach us Amram Godel Hadar Hoya. Amram was the great man of that generation. He was the Godel Hadar. Kivin Shadal Shamar Pare Arashakola Ben Hagila Tayir Tashlichu. So once he heard the Gzeda of Pare, every son that is born to you, you have to cast in the river. Omar, what do you say? Lashav Onu Amelim. We are laboring for nothing. As we know, Amelin is Elu Habonim, as we read in the Haggadah. So he said, We are laboring for nothing by bringing children into this world because the enemy is going to be killed. So Amram went and he divorced his wife. So what happened? Everybody went and divorced their wives. So his daughter Miriam told Amram, Abba, Father, Your decree is more harsh than Pari. Why? First of all, you, your gzera is just, Paris gzera is only on the male, and your gzera is sai on schorim and sai on the nekevis. Number two, Paris the gozer ela beilam hauzeh. Paris decreed to kill them only in this world. And you, Amram, by your gzera, ata beilam hauzeh, beilam haba, but in you, decreed in this world and the world to come, as those children that are not born will not enter, not in this world and not in the world to come. Then Miriam continued, It's a suffix, it's uncertain whether his decree will be fulfilled or whether it will be fulfilled. You, Amram, who's a tzaddik, for sure your gzeda is going to be mekayim. As the Pasuk says, As the Pasuk says, And you, you shall also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Ahmad, so what happened? Amram, uh, I'm sorry. Um, so what happened? So Amram heard his daughter's uh, taina, and Ahmad v'hichzeres ishtay. So Amram accepted Miriam's words and brought his wife back. So what happened? Everybody went and brought their wives back as well. Now the Gemara says that vayikach, that Amram took uh, a wife from Bas Levi. So the Gemara asks, Vayaxermi Boile. Should have said he returned because he was already married. Should have said he returned for a wife, the daughter of Levi. 
Bar Zvidna, so Rabbi Yehuda Bar Zvidna says, that he performed an act of marriage just as he had the marriage the first time. What happened? That he sat her in an period, he made a nice wedding canopy for her. And Aaron and Miriam danced in front of their parents, and the Malachi Asharis, the, the ministering angel, said, a joyful mother of children. Then the Pasuk says that, that uh, referring to Yechevet as Bas Levi, that Yechevet was the daughter of Levi. So the Gemara says, the Gemara asks, Bas Bas? Is it possible that Yechevet, who was 130 years old, and the Pasuk calls her a daughter? The Omer of Chamba, Berebi Chanina, Zoyechevet. This refers to Yechevet. So the Gemara gives a whole calculation that this refers to Baslevi, refers to Yecheved, who she was conceived on the way to, as we know, the Pasuk says there were 69 descendants, and the Shivim, the, the 70th one, was Yecheved, who was born, who was conceived on Baderech, and she was born between the walls. Shinemar, as it says, Asher Yoldo who it says, and was born to Levi in Mitzrayim. And the Gemara says, that her birth was in Mitzrayim, but her conception was not in Mitzrayim. Now, since the Jewish people were in Mitzrayim for 210 years, and Moshe was 80 years old at the time of Mitzrayim, so Yechebe was 130 years old when Moshe was born. So how could the Gemara say, Bas? Om Rebbe Yehuda, says, what it means to say, the signs of a young woman were born to her when her husband remarried her, and she became like a young girl again. Then the Basak says, that the woman conceived and she bore a son. So the Gemara says, the Gemara, the Gemara asks, but Yechavid was pregnant with Moshe Rabbeinu for three months before Amram remarried her. And the Gemara explains, so the Gemara explains, and, uh, and um, Amram Yehuda Barzvidna, Makish Leidosa Leidosa, the Torah is makish her leda to her pregnancy. Just like we know when somebody gets pregnant, the, the original uh, pregnancy is shalei now with any pain. So too, giving birth was also with not, not with pain. Mikan, from here we learn, we, we learn from here that the righteous women were not included with the pitka, with the curse of chava, that a woman will suffer pain during childbirth. Then the Pasuk it says in regards to Meishad Abenu that she conceived and she had a child, and she saw that he was good. The child was good. And the Pasuk says she hid him for three months. So the Gemara says, Tanya, we learned in the Bride, so the mayor, Amir Amir says, Toiv Shemai. And Meishad Abenu's name was really Toiv. Vihuda Amir Vida says, Toivia. That his name was Toivia. Nehemiah Amir, Hoglund and Nevius. Nehemiah says, they said he was toiv because they saw that he was fit for Nevi'ah, fit for prophecy. Other people say, they said he was good because he was born mal circumcised. When Meshe Rabbeinu was born, the entire house was filled with light. It says over here that they saw that, they, that when she saw him, that he was good, toiv. And it says, and Hashem saw the light that it was good. 
Then the Pasuk says, And she hid him for three months. So the Gemara explains, The Gemara explains that she was able to hide Meishad Abinu for three months because the Egyptians counted the nine months of her pregnancy only from the time her husband took her back. But really, she was really pregnant with Meishad Abinu for three months uh, before she remarried. And the Basik says, and she was not able to hide Meish any longer. So Gemara says, Amai, Tispinei Vitezel. Why couldn't she hide him any longer? Let her continue to hide him. Ela, kol hechad evesham emitzrei dimis yolad niyuniko, mamtu yuniko hosim ki hechad lishimnu umaavi bahadayu. So what happened was is, anywhere where the Egyptians heard that a baby was born, and they wanted to locate the baby, they would bring another baby there in order that it could cry, could hear the crying, and the two babies would cry together. As it says, Take us the foxes, the little foxes. In other words, the infants were used to uncover the hidden babies, the Yiddish hidden babies, who were referred to as little foxes. And the Basik says, She took for him a Tevas Goyme, like an ark out of, out of this Goyme. From here we learn that by Tzadikim, their money is more precious to them than their bodies. In other words, she took inexpensive material to build the teva. Why do they care so much? Why do tzaddikim care so much about their money? Because they do not stretch out their hands to take stolen property. And therefore, their own property is very precious to them and they work very hard to actually attain their money. says that the reason, what does it mean that she used goyme? Dover rach. She used something with soft material. She used soft material which is able to withstand uh, before a soft item and before a hard item. But then the passage says, that she covered it with this chemer and vezefes. Tana, we learned chemer bifnim. She used the chemer inside and zefes mibachutz. Why? So that Meishra Abenu would not smell this bad smell. It says, and she put the child and laid Meishra Abenu in the willows. Rabbi Lazar says, Yam Suf. This refers to the Red Sea. And Shmuel Barachmeni, let's turn over the page. Shmuel Barachmeni says, Dafid Beis, Omud Beis, that it was. Agam. It was a not the Yamsu, but it was like an Agam, a marsh. The as the Pasuk says, Kona Vesuf, Kamelu, the reeds and the willows shall wither. And the Pasuk says, and the daughter of Pari came to bathe in the river. This teaches us that Baspari came down to the river to cleanse herself from the Avedazar of her father. And similarly, the Pasuk says, when Hashem shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Tzion. So this washing away refers to Abed then rather than actually washing for the sake of cleanliness. Then the Pasuk says, and her maidens walked along with her. When the Pasuk says, walking, it means it's a terminology of death. 
Behold, I'm going. So we see Heilchis is a lesson of death. Pasuk says, And she saw the teva amongst the willows. So the Pasuk says, Once her maiden saw that Baspari was intending to say, So they told her, so her servants said, the custom of the world is that when a king makes a decree, even if all the world does not fulfill it, at least the king's children and members of his household fulfill it. Yet you are violating the decree of your father. Bo Gavriel, so the Gemara says, Gavriel came, and, and like put the, the maidservants in the ground, he killed the maidservants. Pasuk says, She went, she sent her Amasa to take it. One says that it means her arm, and one says that it means her maidservant. The one who says that it means that her arm, because the Pasuk says, because the one who holds it was her shivcha because the pasuk doesn't say yada. Umar says, Umar asks, "Lamanda Umar shivchasa." And according to the one who says that it means her maid servant, "Amar's ba Gabriel v'chavatam bekarka." Didn't it say? Didn't you just say that Gabriel came and killed the maid servants in the ground? So how could Pare's daughter send her? So Umar says, "The shayer lechadam," that Gabriel left at least one maid servant for her. Because it's not proper that a princess should stand alone. So the Gemara says, and according to the one who says that it was her hand, why doesn't the Torah write clearly Yoda? So the Gemara says, it teaches us that her arm extended. And as, as the Mar says, and similarly you find with regard to the hand of Bas Pare, that it extended. And so too you find, as written, it says, you have broken the teeth of the wicked. Don't read it as shibarta, but rather shidivafta, which means you've extended over there, speaking about Eg Melech teeth. And when Eg Melech went ahead and tried to raise the, the mountain to kill the Bnei Yisrael, so Hashem extended, took his teeth and extended it downwards, and his, uh, the mountain got stuck uh, like, a, uh, like a bracelet around his neck, and eventually Meshur Ben was able to kill him. Then the Basak says, she opened the box and she saw that there's a child. So the Gemara says, it should have said, it should have said that she saw. What's Malashim Vatidehu? So Which means that she saw the Shina with him. Um, that's why it says Vatidehu. And behold, the Nar was crying. So, Karila Yelid, the Gemara says, Karila Yelid, the Karila Nar. The Pasuk calls Meshur Rabbeinu a child, and the Pasuk calls also Meshur Rabbeinu a Nar. Tana, who Yelid, the Karila Kanar. So, it was taught that Meshur Rabbeinu was a child, but his voice was loud like a Nar, like a lad. Even Rabbi Yehuda. These are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. Amr later, Rabbi Nechemia, so Rabbi says, If so, Asiyosu, the Meshur Rabbeinu Balmum, you're making Meshur Rabbeinu Balmum by saying that his voice as a child was like a man, like, a, like an adult. Ella, rather, rather, this teaches us that Meshur Rabbeinu's mother made a canopy of youth 
In other words, a small canopy for him in the Teva Umra. And she said, Perhaps I will not merit to see my son Meshur Abinu's canopy. She had Rachmanus on him and she said that this is from the Hebrews. Umar says, From where did she know that this was a Yiddish child? So she saw Meshur Abinu was had a bris. This teaches us that she gave Nevoah unknowingly. She said, This one falls, in other words, this one fell in the water, but no other will fall by means of water for that, uh, basically, she was saying that the decree of Pari is now is going to be canceled. And this is what Rabbi Lazar said, what does the Pasi mean by saying, that uh, you should, and, and when they say, and they shall say to you, seek to the, uh, to the um, people who do Kishuv, that uh, they chirp and they mutter, which means they see, but they don't, they don't know what they're seeing. That they, like, uh, they use, uh, they, 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 Enunciate words, but they don't really know what they're enunciating. So um, the same thing over here. She said something, but she didn't realize what she was saying. Now the pasuk says, and, and, and now the gemara is going to say that this applies to Pare's uh, astrologers. Rosh mishin who like it. So they saw that the mishin shayisrov is going to be stricken by water. So they made a decree. Everyone should be killed. Even the shadu once Meshur Abenu was cast into the Yams of Amr, they said, that we no longer see in the stars anything like, uh, like that sign. So what happened? They canceled the decree. But they did not know that Meshur would be stricken on account of the Meimeriva. And this is what he says. What is the meaning of the passage that says, these are the waters of Meriva? Which means these are the waters that the astrologers of Paris saw and they made a mistake. And this is what Meshur Abinu meant by saying that the Yidin are 600,000 men on my foot. Meshur said to the Yidin, on account of me, that you were all saved. That day that Meshur was placed on Yamsuf was when Chof al Nisan was the 21st day of the month of Nisan. So the Malachim said to Hashem, that the one who in the future will sing Shira by the Yamsuf, on this day you're going to strike him. This was the day on which Yamsuf, uh, as we know, Chof was the day that the Yamsuf was parted and the day that the Eden left. And this was the day that Meshur Abinu sang Shira. So they said it's not befitting for the day that eventually Meshu will give, bring, will give Shira for Meshu Rabbeinu to be struck in. That day was actually the 16th of the month of Sivan. Someone who's going to receive the Torah on the 6th of Sivan, I'm sorry, the 6th, not the 16th. On the 6th of Sivan, so the Malchai Ashara said in front of the Ebershu, 
the Moshe Rabbeinu who's going to receive the Torah eventually on this day, Yikla Biyemzeh, is going to be stricken on this day. According to the opinion who holds that Meisha was placed in the water on the Vav Sivan, on the 6th of Sivan, so you find that there can be three months during which Meisha Rabbeinu was hidden afterwards. Because Meisha Rabbeinu died on the 7th of Adar, and the 7th of other Meisha was born, so from Shiva Adar, Till the sixth of Sivan, you have three months. But according to the one who says that it was the twenty-first of Nisan, how, how do you find three months that he was that that she was able to hide him for three months? So the says that year was a leap year, in which there were two months of other. And so make sure was hidden most of the first the first month of the three months from Zion Adar. So the end, that was one month. And he had the, the Rubish Shalachrin and the most of the last month of Nisan, to Chof Aleph Nisan, and the MC Shalim and other bays was a complete month. Okay. So they said, uh, they said the, then said his sister to Pari, his daughter, shall I go and call you a nurse from Ha'ivrius from the Hebrew woman? So the says, Maishnam Ivrius. What's different that Pari's daughter would now like accept this taina that a that a Yiddish woman will, should nurse? So the says, Malamish Ziru Lamesha al Kolam Mitzvah Kulan. This teaches us that Mesha Benu went around to all the Egyptian wet nurses and below Yonak. And he did not nurse Omar. He said, Kibyoko Pesha also the Dabra Mashina Yinik Dabratomi, or Hashem said, Shall a mouth in the future will speak with Shina actually nurse something? This is what the Pasuk says, as me Deo. To whom shall Hashem, to whom shall one teach knowledge? To whom shall Hashem teach the knowledge of Tera, and to whom shall Hashem make to understand the message of Tera? The answer is them that are weaned from milk, them that are drawn from the Shadayim. In other words, terror should be taught to the one who did not nurse in the milk of the Goyim of, uh, uh, and that's Meishu So Pari's daughter said to her, go, and go, and go bring a, a, a Yiddish nurse for me. This teaches us that she went quickly like a maiden. In other words, not like a, not like a young child. The word Alma is related to the meaning of hiding, for she hid her words and didn't tell Baspari that she was bringing the baby to the baby's mother. And Pari's daughter said to her, Take this child away. Teaches us that she prophesied, but she didn't know what she was prophesying. When she said the words, which means, which means, take yours. This is your child. And I will give you, I will pay for the wages. By the tzaddikim. Not only does Hashem arrange that their, whatever they lost is returned to them, but Hashem also gives tzaddikim also wages. That uh, the son of uh, the Meshach Rabbeinu was returned to Yecheved, and also she received uh, payment for nursing him. Okay, the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says that Miriam, who was Hanaviyah, 
the brother, the sister of Aaron took, we know as a toy, she took the tambourine. So Gemara says, Achais Aaron, Achais Meisha. Why does the Torah say that she's the sister of Aaron? Was she not also the sister of Meisha? This teaches us that she gave prophecy when she was Achais Aaron, even before Meisha Rabbeinu was born. And she said, Asida, Daf, Yud, Gimel, Ahmed, Aleph. She said, she said, that my mother will give birth to a son who will save the Jewish people. And once Meshach Rabbeinu was born, the whole house was filled of air. So her father got up and kissed her on her head. Your was And once he was cast into the river. So her father got up and hit her on the head. Where's your nevuah? She said, what's going on with your He said, what's going on with your nevuah? And this is what the Pesach says. That, and we had this Pesach yesterday, and his sister stood afar to know what would be done to him. Based on this Gemara, to know what will ultimately, uh, what will be the, resolu the resolution of her nevuah, of her prophecy. Okay, let's do a quick Chazara. We started off the Gemara brought the Pasik that Kalev and Chetzrin, Hoyle de Sazuva, gave uh, married, used the expression of Hoyle de Sazuva. So the Gemara said, first of all, Azuva is Miriam. Why is Miriam called Azuva? Because everybody ran away from her when she had leprosy. Nobody wanted to marry her. What does it mean, Hoyle? They were, they, were, they were married. And like some, like the Mepharshim explained, he didn't give birth to her, he married her. So the Gemara says that when it says Hoylid, because anybody who marries, Kalev married her, the Shem Shemayim, so Malalavakosov Kili Yulotid. Yuriyos means that her face was, had like a greenish complexion. Ve'ela Bonel, so he says, don't read it, her children, but rather it's going on, Bonel, it's going on, on uh, Kalev, that uh, he was straight, that he made sure that Yishar, that his words were straight, not to be in that Sas Meraglim. Shevev, he broke his Yetzahara. Ve'erdin is that he subdued his Yetzahara. Some people say, is that after she became better, her face was beautiful like a veret. Well, Ashkor, Avitakaya, had two wives, Halav and Aras. The Gemara says, Ashkor's Kalev. Why are you calling him Ashkor? Because his face was blackened of tinnitus. And what does it mean that he had two wives, uh, Nashim and Chela, or, or, or Chela and Ara, excuse me, that Miriam was not Chela and Ara, but first when he married her, she was sick. And then at the, at the end, she got Nara, she became better, and she became very beautiful. So the Gemara says these are all expressions of Miriam. Tsaras means that uh, when people saw Miriam, the ladies it became like a tsara rival. So they were jealous of her tsar, that her face was like tsaraim esnan, that anyone who saw her brought a gift to their wife to entice them. That, uh, so the Gemara says that first he made a al amay as well. And in the beginning, he made three gzeres. First, in ben huva amit If he's a son, kill him. And then he said, and all the children you have to throw out, throw in the Nile. And at the end, So where did he go? So he went with that sas bite of his daughter. Amram was the god of Hadar. And once he heard Paris gzeres, he said that uh, basically, and uh, let's, uh, I'm going to divorce my wife. So everybody else started divorcing their wives as well. So Miriam said, your gzera is worse than his gzera for various reasons. And, she, and he listened. 
And then the Pasuk says that he, that he remarried her again. Now, the Gemara says, what does it mean? Vayokim. Chedo, it should have said Vihichser. Vihichser, he brought her back. Rather, that he brought her back uh, to the wives and he made a very big chasana. And Aaron and Miriam were dancing. And the Malchasharis were, were, and this is what it means. Hey, banim semecha. As Bas Levzi, so the Gemara says, why are you calling uh, her Bas Levi? She was 130 years old. So he says that it means she's, that she was born with Simone, that she had Simone Nairus, that she became like back like a young woman. So the Gemara says that uh, they were, she was already pregnant for three months. So rather, the Gemara says that. Uh, from here we learn that Nashim Sitkanis are not part of the Pitka of Chava. What is it? What did they see? Either his name was Toiv or Tuvia, or they saw he was good because he was Hogan Lenevius. Other people say he was born uh, uh, with a, a Mila already, with a, with a circumcision, that when he came, when he was born, and he brought a Gzir Shavu. And, he, and then the Pasuk says that he hid him, she hid him for three months. So the Gemara says, um, how did he hide for three months? Why couldn't they hide for longer? So he says, the Gemara says, because they would bring the other children and, and they on the children, the Yiddish children, to, to cry. So why Geyme? From here we see that Tzadikim, are, the Memeinim is Chaviv, Megufan, and they use a very cheap material. Shmuel Barachmeni says, that Dabar used something very soft that the basket was able to bear all circumstances. In order that the tzaddik should not have this bad smell. Either means Yamsuf or it means Agam or a marsh. We see that Lirchitz means that Megule Avedazara. means that they died. Um, once they saw that she wanted to save Moshe Rabbeinu, so they said, like, what are you doing? You're not listening to your father. So Gabriel came, one person says Yoda, one person says Shivchasa, so the Gemara says, according to the Mandarmo, it says Yoda, because it says Amosa, Mandarmo Shivchasa, because it doesn't say Yoda. So the Gemara says, Mandarmo Shivchasa, you already said that Gabriel came and killed everybody. So the Gemara says that, that, that Gavriel left at least one um, maidservant because it's not befitting for Amalka to make him the Chuda to be alone. So the Gemara says, according to the Ma'an it says, Yoda, why not say clearly Yoda? teaches us that, her, that the, the hand of Baspare stretched. And as we find uh, as well, the idea of stretching, Shini Shabayim Shabart, Shini Deshaim Shabart, that the teeth of Oig also stretch. Amar Shlokesh, don't read Shibart al Shiriv so that it's stretched. So Tiftach Vatereo say Yelad. So the Gemara says, why doesn't it say Vatera? She saw, it teaches us that she saw the Shechina. So it says that first you call him a Yelad and then a then a Nar. So he says that, uh, what Yudha says is that uh, he was a child, but his, that he had maturity, Kedekinar. So Rabbi Nechemia says, you're making him a Balmum. Rather, it teaches us that, um, that uh, Yecheved placed the chuppah on his table and said, maybe I will not be zeche to the chuppah. How did she know? So either she saw him mole, and Rabbi Yechlin says, teaches us that she, uh, that, uh, that when she said, she said in Nebuah, she didn't realize what she was saying, that this is going to be the last trial that's going to be cast in because the Mitzrayim now thinking that the gzair is over. Um, 
Okay, then the Gemara said, what is it, this is what it means, Hema me meniva shudovu hema, that the stagnini pari made a mistake, and this is what Meishu Rabbeinu says, Sheish meis elebragli, that because of me you were all saved. Chnina bar Papa says, that day was the 21st of Nisan, and the Malcha Ashara said, it's not befitting for Meishu Rabbeinu, who eventually on Chafalf is going to bring, give Shira, that he should be struck in. Rabchama bar Chanina says, it was the 16th of Sivan, and the Malcha Ashara said, the 6th of Sivan, and Malchashar said, Misha also the Kabbalah from Mar Sinai should get, should get stricken on this day. So the Gemara says, Bishleim, according to the Mandarmer holds, it was the 6th of Sivan. You find three months, the seventh, from Adar till the, the, sixth of, uh, the 6th of Sivan, you find three months. But according to the Mandarmer Omar, that it was the, 20, the 21st of Nisan, where do you find three months? So the Gemara says it was a leap year that year. And when we say three months, it means the first and the last month were, were basically Malay were almost complete months, and the third one, the, the other shini was a shalim. Um, should I go and call a ishame nekes? So she, as the Gemara asks, why was she so certain that a ishame, that a ivrius will work? So the Gemara says, it's because it teaches us that she tried to get all the mitzvahs to nurse Meshur Abeno, and she was unsuccessful. And Hashem said that the Pesh, also the Dabr Mashkina, is going to Yenik Dabr Tameh. So Hashem made sure that that um, that, she, that he will not have any dover tummy. So Amr Lazar says he teaches us that she went either v'zrizus. Meshmuel Barachmani says that she uh, she hid her words. So he says that uh, that she was misnavna v'neidas man misnavna halechi means hey shalechi take what belongs to you. And then she said I'll pay for it. So Rav Chama Rachelina says that tzaddikim not only did they makzud aveda but they also get paid for it as well. Why does it say achis arin and not achis meisha? So he says because she gave nevua dafke when she was achis arin, as uh, and she said that uh, eventually my mother is going to be give birth to meishin she yisrael. Once meisha rabbeinu was born and the house was kula eira, so her father got up and kissed her on the head and says niskaime nevuasich. But once meisha rabbeinu was in the yair. So he tapped, he, tapped, uh, he, ha he tapped Miriam on the head and said, what's with your nevoah? And this is what the Pasuk means, that she wanted to know what's going to be, if her nevoah is going to be the kaim as well. I have a 